0: Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of The Chinwag which I think is 30 now and I think it was supposed to be the last one but jokes I think we're carrying on until the end of July now um, so that's good news uh, and today it's me Tufty obviously and we have Woody if he's there
1: hello everyone <laughs> I am here
0: and our guest today is Alex Zimmerman hello everyone So we're going to introduce Alex for those of you who don't know him which actually includes me because I don't know anything about him so um, that'll be fun. So Alex can you introduce yourself, who are you, Um, how long have you been at Whitcomb, what do you do etc?
2: I am, yeah I'm Alex, I'm from Worcester, I go to the University of Bath, I do maths there, I've been at Whitcomb since like halfway through first year of my university so uh, I know I do maths, but I'm not very good at it. I've, that's like two <laughs> and a half years, I think. Nice.
0: And what have you been doing this year? Just go
2: on. So I'm on placement this year. So I'm working from home. I was supposed to be working or based in like Cambridge, but I'm working from home in Worcester where my parents live and stuff. So that's been nice. But yeah, um, I've been working at Amgen, which is a big pharmaceutical company. And, and I basically do the stats on so I basically get clinical trial like data come in and then I do the stats on it and then tell the I tell the FDA or the EMA if the, if our drugs are working or not.
0: Okay and what are you doing are you coming back to Bath this coming September?
2: Uh, yeah yeah uh, I finish early September and then I'm going on a little holiday uh, to Northern Ireland for a week and then I come back uh, yeah the rest of September.
0: So will that be your final
2: year in Bath? Yes. Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure that would be my final year in Bath. Um, afterwards, I'm not really sure just yet, but I'm tempted to do a Masters. Um, it, probably not in Bath because I'd want to do it in like statistics specifically. So Bath doesn't really do that. But yeah.
1: Just to comment there, Alex, uh, you don't enjoy maths, but you want to go do a Masters in statistics. Although, are you going to push back and say statistics and maths are two highly separate things
2: oh yeah i i would say that um i think maths at university is very different to maths at like a level or uh school if anyone's curious about that uh, it's yeah it's it's different it's, it's quite nice in terms of it's basically looking at like logic arguments uh, effectively um uh, especially i, I describe it anyway but statistics is different it's actually like real world things i get to actually potentially help people with it rather than you know sit in an office somewhere reading some books and being more smart mm.
1: the mathematicians always seem to be the unhappiest people uh, <laughs> yeah it always seems to be my mathematician <laughs> friends who would come into their second year get through two weeks and then switch course <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I think in first year we had like four hundred freshers doing maths, and then by the end of first year we had three hundred. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and then you've got all of the ones who just change courses. So I changed from like straight maths to maths and statistics, um, and all the masters or yeah, most of the master students will probably drop down to a BSc. It's, it's a very challenging course, I think.
0: Something else that Adam wanted to ask was, what's the craziest thing that you've done in Bath?
2: <laughs> See, I, I'm a bit torn. I'm not really sure of how many crazy things I've done in Bath that I'd want to say on the podcast. I think, um, so in, in first year, we did some uh, programming coursework for um, my statistics module. And myself and my friend, Michael Monomer, um, who some people might know, we basically waited until the last night. And then we decided we'd stay in the library and do this programming um, in the library and we had to finish before the sun came up. And that was sort of our like mini rule of, um, because it's due the Fridays so and we started it Thursday night and stuff. Um, and that way we sort of made sure we'd, we'd be committing enough time to it and stuff as well, because we went, you know, before the sun comes up, that gives us a good chunk of hours. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sure that's quite crazy uh, as what adam might have been hoping
1: yeah i was expecting more like you downed five beers and windsurfed across the lake or something <laughs>
2: <laughs> Windsurfed across the lake i i wish yeah maybe, maybe that's something for final year get you to do that adam. you
1: know uh, I, i'm not a particularly sporty person uh, I, don't I, I don't think i, I am that either but maybe, maybe do it mm. i mean i respect those um those methods you use there for the coursework you know diamonds are made under pressure what can I say yeah genius
2: yeah I wouldn't quite recommend it but um <laughs> it got the job done and I got I, I think those were the best grades I got oh, I agree really? my, my <laughs> so yeah I was I was quite impressed that it, it worked so Karis got me to eat a raw egg once after we went to Mackie's and then she was like Alex we actually need to just try a raw egg so that's another weird crazy thing to do and I would never that that was awful. Do not eat them alright.
0: <laughs> Isn't that supposed to be quite good for you? Ain't like guys that want to get a like hench, like drink them. <laughs> <laughs> I know that gas, Gaston gased on and the beast like chugs load of eggs. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I'm not sure my taste buds agreed that it was good for me. No. Um, yeah. but I don't know, I, I managed it. Um...
1: Zana, what's the craziest thing you did in Exeter? <laughs>
0: Walked around campus in my dressing gown after 9 pm.
2: <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> steady. I should know. Actually, no, I, in first year, <laughs> I'm just remembering all the crazy things. First year, one of my friends said he was on the other side of campus, which is quite a long walk. And he said, oh, There's a spider in my room. Can you come and get it? And <laughs> I had to walk across campus with a fly swatter because that was my method for catching spiders and stuff. So I walked across campus with a fly nice swatter, really randomly whilst everyone was watching. Yeah, a bit confused. <laughs> What's
0: yeah, the thing at the uni then, Adam? Do we want to know? Um, probably
1: not. Charles, I've not... No, I've got nothing crazy now that I think about it. I don't know, maybe a Lord of the Rings marathon in retrospect is crazy. You know that It starts off fun and then about halfway through the two towers, <laughs> it becomes a bit tedious.
0: I've done that. That was the first time Uh, I ever watched them, was all in one go. Really? Did
1: you do extended edition or cinema? No,
0: no.
1: Uh, See, we did extended edition, which adds like an extra probably one or two hours. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. We're
0: back. We're back. Um, Yeah, we should probably just (laughs) address for those that don't know that poor Adam is... um... It's got COVID at the moment, so um, he's a trooper for yeah. for carrying on with the chin wag. Um, what just- can I
1: say? Well, I, I I enjoyed it so much in December. I was like, you know what, I need in my life again, <laughs> more COVID.
0: It is like mad if you have got it twice. Like I don't understand how that happens, but <laughs>
1: okay. what can I say? Maybe I've picked up a new variant. Maybe that gives the chance, like collect all the different variants of COVID.
0: I'm quite glad that it is like actually. Well, I'm not glad for you but at least it wasn't like fake and then we cancelled camp for
1: nothing <laughs> mm. yeah that would have been unfortunate
0: yeah
1: although it does like there are some youth bless them who they came out of isolation because of school a few days later they go on camp and now they're back in isolation again and it's like yeah. oh man <laughs> it's an unfortunate state of affairs. yeah but whilst we're on the topic of camp why don't we talk about I think we went, It's like we had fourteen or fifteen hours of camp, which were very enjoyable. Yeah. Why, don't we, why don't we talk about those? Sana? Like, how do you find it?
0: It was really fun. Like, what did we do? We had like we had two talks from Tom. Actually, we got in out of the three, which was cool. And then we got to have some discussion with the young people about what enjoying God looks like. Um, and then we had a campfire and marshmallows we got to do devotionals in the morning where we each had a group and shared something from a psalm. So they did hear the gospel and we did have discussion and I do think they had a fun time. Like they all were just, even after the like COVID announcement, like they were sort of the isolated group was sitting together and chatting and like, it was better that we had that than nothing at all. I think so Mm -hmm. there are things to be thankful for. Um, Anything nice, Alex?
2: in the last week? Uh, I, I
0: was in Cornwall last week. Yes!
2: <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was sunny and rainy but all in the on the correct days which was nice. Great. Um, I was actually recording a um, another podcast thing on Wednesday but I thought I wasn't going to have internet and, and then on Tuesday two blokes came round to the caravan thing and said we're here to give you the internet and we had no clue what was going on but we just said why not? they came in and drilled some stuff. And then we had internet. We've got no clue why or how that happened, um, but it did. And so we managed to record that, which was kind of nice. The podcasting was a lot less interesting. It was about the effective statistician, I think it's called, which is like statisticians in the pharmaceutical industry. But yeah.
0: Where in Cornwall did you go?
2: I don't know. I, it, was near, <laughs> it was near Lizard Point, uh, which is like the most suddenly part of Cornwall, I think. I, if I'm on, I really have no clue where I was for a week. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm from Cornwall, so that's why I got excited.
2: <laughs> but do you know there's a point then? Like-
0: yeah, there's a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the cinema for the first time since COVID this week, and it was actually a really nice experience. I thought like wearing a mask would be a bit rubbish, but I think we're so used to it now that it was fine. And it was just nice to feel like you're going out and doing something of an evening. I don't know, going to the cinema just felt kind of more fun um and Mm -hmm. we saw a called in the heights which if anyone knows hamilton the musical um the same guy that wrote that also wrote this musical and it's like a movie musical with some of the same actors in it um and it was yeah a lot of fun
1: i think we can move on to the thought for the day do you want to transition us do
0: you want to share your thought for the day alex
1: (laughs) That was the smoothest transition. <laughs> the
2: transition like, you
0: can't make it work. Just like make it, you know, abrupt. That's okay. Take it away.
2: Well, I've I, thinking about. Um, so I read Micah. Is it do? You, do you guys call it Micah or is it? I've heard someone call it Mika once. But I don't think that's right.
0: Mika, like the singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <But>
1: yeah <laughs> I think it's Micah mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Micah. I read that like a, a few months ago, and uh, it just started. I think. It just started with me when I was sort of reading the first chapter, and it was like it's the classic thing in the prophets sort of like this judgment coming and stuff like that. And um, Got to verse eight, and you know, Micah starts crying about it and stuff because it, he's looking at uh, the you know people of God in Judah and Israel and stuff, and he says, you know, this wrath can like melt mountains, and it's terrible and stuff. And he looks at these people and go like. There's nothing that they can do about uh, the mountains. There's, they just they need someone else to sort of take that from them. And then he just cries about it. I, uh, I know. I, I guess there's two things that I found quite helpful from that. And I obviously this is sort of common across a lot of the prophets. Uh, and I was just sort of thinking, well, that's quite comforting if, if you've ever been really upset because uh, you know someone like a friend or family who like just doesn't know Jesus yet, and you're sort of you can think about. Sort of potential wrath or whatever coming for them, um, you know, where they could be in eternity if they don't know Jesus. Um, and it's quite comforting to know that it's, I, I don't know what natural means, but it's the natural thing to do to sort of be upset by that. I found quite, quite a lot of comfort in knowing that that was an appropriate response, um, uh, in a way. And it, it also a challenge for me to go, when was the last time I was like really, really upset? One of like my friends just didn't know Jesus. Um, It is quite a big challenge because you know you've got a lot of these prophets just crying about it. And it's been quite a while since I you know last cried about someone I knew that just you know they were facing. I want to say the same type of wrath, but it's it's different. It's eternal this time. Um, It creates creates a bit more of an urgency, I think. how I spent my time directed it a bit better.
1: Mm, cheers Alex because um if I'm not mistaken you're non- from a non-Christian family and came to faith whilst at uni yes? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah that's me. Yeah, I think mm. um, it it's helped me as well. I think I've been quite uh, I have I've had quite a lot of conversations this year actually. It's been quite a good blessing of um, covid in a way because I I wouldn't have been able to spend a good experience, like extended period of time with my family if it hadn't been for like working from home because mm-hmm. I'd hopefully get a job at one point and I'd probably move away and things so I've been able to have lots sort of sort of conversations about Jesus and things um which has been really nice but it, I think when I was reading uh, Mike, I was sort of reminded about the sort of urgency of them.
0: Um, it's interesting that you came to faith at uni to like in a nutshell, or kind of briefly, what was that like for you? And I guess, like, how did your family respond? Like, did they see a difference in you?
2: Yeah, well, I, th- I think it was um, a bit of a roller coaster. It was quite hard. I think. Um, I think it was really hard, particularly when it was like that day to go home after first year had happened, because it was it, they obviously like do uh, as a Christian through like phone calls and things, but. Mm-hmm it was the sort of point of going, yeah, I sort of had to actually be a Christian in, in person when I went back and I was aware of that. Mm. Um, and there was stuff going on at home that I knew about, which was quite complicated as well. And I was sort of a bit, I was quite anxious about going home and managing that because they're very, I think, they're not really, like, they don't really know anything about church. Cause you've got these sort of people who, you know, oh. they've, they've got sort of Christian parents or they've been to a Catholic school or something and they sort of, they think they sort of know exactly what's going on, Uh, whether they do or not is different, but my parents are just, like, completely oblivious (laughs) to all of it, so uh, yeah, I know, I I think coming to faith, generally, at at university, it was, uh, I think the CU and church, generally, was really, really uh, helpful in sort of showing me Christ, I think when, when i became a christian and it's particularly in the second year i was really really i think my friends could see i was really focused on telling people about jesus and i think a lot of people sort of do this when they sort of first born christians they're very active uh, and excited about uh, you know this faith is it is utterly like indescribably amazing but we sort of you know after after time you sort of get more used to it and you sort of lose a bit of excitement uh, which is a shame and we know, it's good that we sort of, if we can try and remind ourselves to sort of stick to it. But yeah, in um, second year, I was very keen to (laughs) get involved with every single thing I could to help with um, evangelism and stuff. I'm actually the uh, events week coordinator for this year at the CU, so I need to do lots of organising and stuff for that, but I'm excited for that.
0: Mm -hmm. That's cool. So did you like go to these events weeks before you were a Christian?
2: Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Michael Otts' one and mm-hmm. the other one. I can't remember who ran the other one. The Michael Otts was really good. I remember we uh, went to one on suffering and afterwards, I, so I, I they, they do the thing at the, at the campus where you can text them a message to the CU and then they'll get it answered at the end. Um, and my I texted in a question and they didn't answer it. I think they probably thought the question was too awkward um, <laughs> and they had probably better questions to answer. But I went up and asked him afterwards uh, about suffering. And I was thinking, you know, this guy, he goes around to different universities answering these sorts of questions. He'll have, you know, a really clinical and, you know, well thought out answer and be really good and stuff. And I, I asked specifically about like tsunamis and earthquakes and stuff. And he actually just said, I just don't know. And that was like so. was the best answer I'd heard from anyone because it was just you know it made you realize you don't need to understand God by nature, you won't understand things by God, um, everything about God so yeah I think that was really helpful to know that despite not knowing about why lots of terrible things happen you can still have a strong powerful faith
0: it's so cool that you're like you yeah went to events week before you're christian and now you're like leading them after coming to faith through uni it's so encouraging yeah. cool so final segment is recommendations so alex what is your recommendation for us
2: my recommendation is a great one it is i i want to remember so there's a church in uh wales at least in cardiff called heath evangelical Church search on YouTube, but they're doing a series called Before They Leave the Stage, and it's basically interviewing for like 40 minutes, and they live stream it um, on Sundays at like 8pm, and they, they just interview sort of like uh, usually some old minister who's leaving ministry, um, and it's, it's just great, honestly. I, you can find the playlist on uh, YouTube and look it up, and they're just, um, I know they're really nice to hear about what ministers have gone through in their lives and what their thoughts are on the current church. And yeah, just uh, it's, I think particularly for me, it's quite helpful to know older Christians because I don't, I don't have like parents I can particularly go to with Christian like values and thoughts and stuff. So, but I guess particularly for me, it's been quite helpful to just ask older people about what, well, I don't get to ask, but they ask um, <laughs> older people about their opinions and stuff, it's good mm,
0: Cool we hadn't heard of that, so that's cool,
2: thanks for that I, th- I think there's usually a few thousand uh, people who've like, watched it per episode um, so it is quite popular I think Yeah, and I'd say watch them in order don't just pick, because I feel like a lot of people at might just know all of the people anyway <laughs> um, who have been interviewed but i'd say go in order cool
0: how about you adam
1: yeah so i want to recommend a game called foursquare and much to my surprise this thing actually exists on the internet and even has its own wikipedia page um yeah i i, I don't know how to describe foursquare to people over a podcast so i'm not going to all i would say is it's a very fun game involving a ball and some squares on the floor which any age, well i don't know if any age group can pick up but if ever you're in a situation where you're like oh i've got 10 youngsters here how am i going to entertain them or i've got 10 students here how am i going to entertain them four is a great great way forward um I'm going to leave you to actually do the searching on YouTube or the internet of what Foursquare is. But um, all of the students love it. Um, the youngsters love it as well. So it's it's a really, really fun game.
0: Mm.
1: That was the worst description of what <laughs> Foursquare is, except I hope I've excited your curiosity.
0: Yeah, And you learned it in Romania, right?
1: Yeah, Romania is where I was first introduced to it. But it seems to be a lot. I thought it was just like some niche Christian game which got created somewhere, but turns out it seems to actually be quite mainstream.
0: Cool. I can recommend that too. It's a great game. And my one is the soundtrack to the film that I saw um, over the week, In the Heights. It's just very fun. It's very like Latin music like sultry if you want to have a little bop around your kitchen or like strut down the high street that's what I do when I listen to it it's just very feel good and fun um, so In the Heights soundtrack um, would highly recommend if you yeah I'm in isolation right now so it's a bit of a mood boost for me to listen to that I think that's the end of the podcast for this week Um, thank you it Alex is, yeah. well, thanks Alex for coming on Thank you for having me. And we hope, Adam, you recover well by next week.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheers, guys. <laughs>
0: Much everyone, everyone, pray for Adam. <laughs> yeah. um, hopefully, we'll be out cool. of vibration soon. So, when are you supposed to come out, Adam?
1: Um, I think I get released next Monday.
0: Yeah, I think so for me. Okay so have a lovely week everyone (laughs) speak to you soon bye
1: bye everyone
2: bye everyone